Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Emotion, your host here, Khadija. Before we jump right in, I'd like to thank all of you who tuned into my previous episode, Quarantine Reflections, and the amazing feedback that you guys gave me. I'd also like to thank you for your patience with me. I've been busy with the school semester and it wrapping up just now. I'll have more time on my hands, God willing, to release more content. Now, before we begin, I'd like you guys to think about a very important question. Have you guys ever sat and thought about the importance of your own mental health and what it is in your life that may may be affecting it? Well, in that today's episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of mental health and not only that, but steps that we can take or even steps that I've taken, talking about my own personal experience, steps that I've been taking to help my own mental health and the experiences that I've had. When we think about mental health, we sort of push it to the side and not really prioritize it when it comes to our well-being. And it's important that we talk about that because in order to have a balanced well-being, in order to be content and happy, I feel like there are three main components to our entire well-being, and that's being our spiritual health, our mental health, and our physical health. And if all three of those are balanced and harmoniously aligned, then we have, um, not only are we stable, we're balanced, and our well-being together is somewhere where we hopefully aim to be one day or where we're already at. But when one of those components are unstable and unbalanced then we sort of feel off and there's something that is definitely bringing us our our well-being down our health down and mental health is one of those parts of our well-being where unfortunately not only is it stigmatized but it's not seen as important as the well i'd argue well two different different components it's also spiritual wellness is something that's also that we all struggle with but um, mental health is something that is uh, much I feel like more much more stigmatized than spiritual health when we think about our physical health we realize and tend to take care of our bodies much to the best of our abilities much more um, easier and we're more capable of taking care of our physical health and our physical bodies more than our mental health is because we can see what's going on physically if we have any kind of just concerns with our body weight gain sort of or anything that is visible to our eyes we do something about it we go to the doctor we go to a hospital if if necessary um we we're able to take care of it as fast as we can or more than we are our mental health Uh, But when it comes to mental health, that's something that is sort of just brushed under the rug. We don't really tend to realize any kind of issues with mental health because it's not as visible to the eye as our own physical health. Now, it's like just imagine, you know, going to the gym to exercise your muscles and exercise your body so that you're not only fit and healthy, Uh, But if you want, you know, gain muscle or just whatever it is that you want to do to maintain your physical health. And it's the same thing. 
It's like we have to exercise. There are exercises that we can do to strengthen our mental health, to strengthen our those muscles, our ability to cope with everyday stresses, everyday um, anxieties that may bring our mental health down to a point where we feel like that we can't handle it anymore. And so if we're not doing things to exercise those muscles the way that we would exercise our physical body muscles, then we start to realize that our mental health not only deteriorates, but God forbid we get to a place where we feel hopeless and unmotivated for life and we feel like there is no reason to live. And the way, some of the ways that I exercise my mental health is going to therapy. And that's something also that I'm going to be talking about is why therapy is so important to our mental health, why each and every one of us can benefit from going to therapy, even if we have nothing serious going going on, it's nothing that we are too concerned about, because that's the thing. It's like the, the small stressors, things can build up and build up and sort of become much more difficult to handle and if we start to realize the importance of our mental health and going into therapy we can tackle those problems early on before they get too big to handle so yeah just talking about um, the importance of therapy and my own experience with that I've been in therapy for a year and a half and I'd say that it has been nothing but a strength to my well-being my overwell-being and I've definitely seen improvement in myself when it comes to self-growth and talking about bettering myself but of course still struggling with mental health and as all of those of you who um have we all have our own battles that we're dealing with that we're facing and it definitely is an ongoing journey and challenge but therapy has been a huge huge factor in my well-being and it's important that we talk about that and the importance of um, going into therapy and how that can benefit our mental health and it's it's something that all humans you know we need help. We need support. We're all dealing, like I mentioned, we're all dealing with our own baggage. Like, welcome to being a human being. We've got academic stress. There's depression. There's social anxiety, self-esteem issues, family conflict, eating disorders, trauma, um, people who turn to self-harm, suicidal thoughts, and many, many, many more reasons to go to therapy and take care of your mental health so what's stopping us from continuing to prioritize our mental health what's stopping us from going into therapy it's that stigma and that stigma is what is stopping a lot of people from getting the help that they need it's that thinking that there's something wrong with them or the judgment that might come with um, the problems that they face, they don't want to talk about it to anybody because they feel like they'll, they'll, be, they'll be judged for it. And that's a journey that I myself had to go through is convincing myself that, you know what, I don't care what other people think. It's my own well-being. I care about what I think about myself. And if I want to get to a place where I want to feel better, if I want to get to a place where my emotional, mental health, my psychological health is somewhere where I want to be, then I have to do what I need to do in order to get there. 
And so that that's just a huge problem is that that negative connotation around the idea of reaching out for support and going to see a therapist is what causes us to retract from the idea of seeking out support is that that stigma affects us and especially for those whose situations require them like I mentioned before going into therapy even if you don't have the biggest issues and you feel like you're doing okay and you can get through life is that's when we want to start but that stigma really affects people whose situations much greater battles that they're dealing with is stopping from them from going into therapy and god forbid leading to disastrous situations such as um suicide attempts and suicidal ideations and that's something that we're going to talk a little bit more later on but it stops them from seeking out professional help because of that stigma and prevents them from doing so which even again makes it harder for the rest of us to consider because if we look at those people and like okay they need the most help and they're not going to therapy oh oh i shouldn't be going to therapy either but just like having that mentality really affects us and having that mentality for therapy um is not okay but we should just you know adjust our thinking and realize that therapy is not only for the mentally ill Therapy, again, like I'm going to keep emphasizing this point because it's so important. Therapy is for everybody. And I really strongly agree that it will benefit us all. But then just realizing that that stigma does exist and it stops us and anyone who needs it from reaching out that professional support. And I know I'm jumping around here. We started talking about mental health, but I really do uh, believe that mental health and therapy the importance of therapy go hand in hand and correlate very well with each other because we need professional support in order to improve our mental health. That's not something really that we can do on our own because we might not all have the skills to do that. And so I find it really important that therapy is something that we all consider. But now that we sort of talk about that stigma that does exist, we can start to look into why does that stigma exist? It's it's the society that we live in, the status quo. Why doesn't the status quo solve this? Is because mental health remains heavily stigmatized from things such as our politicians blaming everything from poverty to crime and the many shootings that are happening on mental health like these are being blamed on mental health issues and it's no wonder why the majority of society is so hesitant to reach out for proper support is because if we're comparing um, these mass shootings to people with mental illness all we're, we're seeing on the news and on tv is that people with mental illness have are violent are um, they don't they have no empathy they don't care about other human lives and they are all about destruction and so like I said, the school shootings, mass shootings, and when politicians claim that the shooter has some kind of mental illness and there's no supported evidence to prove whether that's true or not, it just causes even more um, chaos and havoc among people who need the support and can't get it because of like our politicians and what the society listens to unfortunately these leaders who um continuously blame these shootings on mental health issues and a vast majority a vast majority of gun deaths in america are actually from suicide meaning those with um, mental illness are far more likely 
to harm themselves than others. And that's very important to to realize is that people with mental illness are far more likely to harm themselves than others. And so what what can we do to alleviate um, the stigma on mental health? Like these issues that come up will solve a solution I believe is, I strongly believe that every single person, including myself, like I keep saying, and we're going to just, until this is driven home and the rest of the world could benefit from some kind of therapy. And if we start to see that our mental health is as important as our physical health and wrapping up back to the beginning of what I was saying and treat the therapeutic space as a gym for our mental health, we'll learn the tools and skills to face our everyday trials and tribulations well-equipped. And by working with a professional, we're able to exercise our mental and emotional muscles. And there are services out there that could help everybody. If therapy costs too much, therapists offer financial aid and have sliding scales. There are also online services which are very helpful for even times like right now. Unfortunately, being stuck at home in this um, pandemic, this COVID-19 really affects a lot of people's mental health and it's definitely affected my own. But resources becoming uh, more available online for people who need it. But when you're paired with, um, you're paired with a licensed professional through web therapy, if there's ever a time, you know, if we, if you don't have therapy and there's ever a time that you need support, just reaching out to the suicide prevention lifeline, um, and they have a text option as well if you're more comfortable texting. But the cost of mental health, that's a very unfortunate thing, is that the cost of mental health is unmanageable for many, and that's one thing that another thing that really stops people from getting the professional support they need is because not being able to um, afford it. But there are resources. And the good news is is that under the Affordable Care Act, um, an estimated 62 million more Americans should be able to receive coverage for mental health and substance disorder treatment. And they get more free or loss, low-cost support options from hotlines to help groups. And those interested can visit the National Alliance on Mental Illness website for more of those resources. And then, like I keep mentioning, just like uh, we see a gym, a professional, a doctor, even teachers to learn and grow stronger and to heal, we should give give the same attention and care to our own mental health. Um I definitely understand that therapy can be expensive and sometimes insurance doesn't cover psychotherapy entirely and you can have you can have end up paying of that portion out of pocket yourself but it's honestly like with all honesty it's so worth the investment because it's worth a lifetime of growth a better quality of life and having the skills and tools to deal with everyday life problems to have a healthy mind, to begin to that journey towards having a healthy mind and being well-equipped with proper coping skills only benefits our health entirely. And a healthy mind, I so believe, a healthy mind can lead to a good life. And then you might you might ask yourself, like, why can't I just talk to friends or family? Um, why can't I just 
continue relying on those supports. And yes, you can. You totally can. Friends, Having friends and family as your support system is incredible. We should continue building up our support system and having people around us that will build us up. But honestly, is there an advice unbiased? Probably not. And so that's like, again, job of a therapist is not um, is not only to hold judgment, but a huge pro is that according to the Health Insurance Prob- Probability and Accountability Act, or HIPAA, it consists of a group of federal laws. In almost every instance, confidentiality must be protected unless, of course, you plan to hurt yourself or others, and that is when professionals are legally allowed to break that confidentiality. So therapists are held under that those set of laws and that's another great reason why we should consider therapy um and like i mentioned before just talking about the unfortunate causes that um can lead to sort of just suicide and suicidal ideation is when our mental is when our troubles and our mental um tribulations and trials and things that our stressors sort of just grow out of hand and we don't really know or have the skills to deal with that anymore and if we look at the suicide statistics it's it just keeps increasing and suicide being the 10th leading cause of death in america in 2018 we had over 48,344 Americans dying by suicide. And these statistics are outrageous and they just keep growing. And we had 1.4 million attempts in America. And that was a 2018 um, estimation. And it costs the U.S. over $69 billion dollars for suicide and self-injury costs. And so we just see these staggering um, statistics and they continuing continuing to grow and continuing to escalate because we're not doing the things, um, we're not taking into importance and consideration the very important um, thing of, about mental health. We're not taking that into consideration and we're just constantly just brushing under the rug. And some things that I've sort of just done to continue to try my best to alleviate that stigma is I'm a huge, as I mentioned before, um, I'm a huge mental health advocate and I'll continue as as long as I can and continue having these important conversations about mental health and the importance of it and um, why we all should... Um, go into therapy, you know, we're all on this journey together, we're all on this journey of self-growth and self-exploration and something that I did recently, which I'm super proud of of doing and really feel accomplished is that I did a QPR um, gatekeeper, uh, QPR, sorry, QPR suicide prevention uh, program and with a uh, mental health educator Yasmin Erfani, who led the program, and that's something that I took advantage during this this quarantine is using Zoom, and has, Zoom has been really helpful for me to um, have those important conversations. But just 
educating myself on suicide and what it is that we can do to sort of support people who are suicidal and how we can deal with that. And so this is a conversation that we should continue having. This is, this doesn't stop here. I just wanted to kind of just introduce that to you guys and have have you guys think about that. And so um, this is definitely something that I'm going to bring up again in the future and we talk more about it. But I really appreciate you guys all listening in on um, my ideas and opinions and feelings that I have on the importance of mental health and why therapy talking about my own experience and hopefully whoever else listens can um, agree with me who's been in therapy but why therapy is such an important factor in in helping our overall well-being and helping our mental health so I thank you guys all for tuning in and listening please stay tuned for more episodes to come on self-growth self-exploration and this continuous journey that we're all on together. This is your host, Khadija Mateen. You were listening to The Emotion. I hope you guys all take care of yourselves, sending peace and love and light your way. Stay safe. Much love. Thank you.